Hey guys, it's Ryan Francisco, and this is the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, I'm Tim Ferry, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. The best thing uh, that happened to radio since Pulp Max. Welcome to the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, his co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ. What's up, everybody? We are back. I say that every week. I need a different intro, but this is episode 232. I'm your host, Darkside. We are brought to you tonight by the title sponsor, uh, Cherubies USA. For decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in pl- moto plastic and accessories. You guys know all about it. It's perfect every time. Uh, it, it really just doesn't get any better. You got all kinds of cool stuff, including full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, much more. Uh, you know, he just uh, fully just sent out some casual wear for a, a winner of a contest last week. Hats, shirts, all that good stuff. So visit com for all their stuff, everything they offer. They are a title sponsor, so we really appreciate them. Also on board, Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD. I'm going to be getting some Racetech on my YZ250. Uh, we're going to talk about that YZ250 here in just a little bit. Fly Racing's also on board. Love those guys. Best gear on the planet. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, got a set of youth kinetic right here. Kinetic red, gray youth. We're going to talk about that. We're going to do a giveaway for this youth gear here shortly. So that's coming up. Also, X-Brand goggles. New Lucid is out. They're the sponsor of the X-Brand Lucid. We still don't have a full title for our opening conversation segment. We're going to do that here shortly. Thanks to X-Brand goggles. Go to your local dealership. Ask for X-Brand, distributed through WPS. Works connection on board. You guys want a pro-launch start device? You want the best in the business? You want some custom-made master cylinders engraved with your logo or your name? Works connection. You can use that promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Torque One Racing's on board. Our jerky for the best snacks around, best stuff to eat while racing. I'm going to take some with me to Salt Lake City this weekend. You can use that promo code MOTOXPOD21 to save there. You want to get your jerseys lettered? You want to get your bike with some new graphics for the bike? It's Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. Hit them up, graphics at bermlords.com. Also, Shock Socks, Williams Motorworks, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricant Oils. The new Barracuda Bloodline is out with multiple weights, better protection, better performance, and it even lasts longer. Moto X to save. Also, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, and Grill Your Ass Off, code MOTOXPOD. You guys cook out, you grill out, you got to get some seasoning, man. Get some Maduce, get some Willie Pete's. It's all good stuff. I use that stuff constantly. What's up, Scotty, in studio? What's going on, man? Not a lot. TJ was supposed to be here. Didn't make it. He's trying to get back. He's been up since noon yesterday, driving home, and had to pull over and take a nap. Yeah, I'd, I think we'd be. I'd rather have him not in this chair than passed out on the side of the road somewhere. So, eh, Okay. 
Fine. We, we might Fair have differing enough. opinions on that, but no, I'm just giving shit. Yeah, I was hoping he's going to be here because he's only here for home for a week. He well, won't be here for the next show. I need him to help, and then he's going to figure cool. out what I did to my bike. So, well, we, we, you <laughs> might have some options on that, which we can't really talk about just yet. But yeah, you might have some people helping you out. Some uh, some people have reached I, out. I about love that. my I love my peeps. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be good. Uh, but yeah, he won't be here next week. He'll be back at work. So I was hoping he's going to be here. I need to get him in the studio so we can do the new blood lubricants commercial because I got to get those things done. Hopefully, he can get over here tomorrow evening to do that before the wrap-up, before I leave for Salt Lake City. Um, episode 232 tonight. Colt Nichols, Jeremy Martin, Aaron Plessinger is supposed to be on. He just texted me. He's super sick. Can't make it. So, yeah, AP's out. Okay. that's uh, We'll reschedule him, but that's cool. We're still going to have a good show. Colt Nichols and J-Mart got to come on. Blue Crew. Yeah, Blue Crew. My, my teammates. Yeah, your uh, teammates. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, your bike is going to have... As much factory stuff as theirs does, like that, that everything you're getting on your bike is going to be so so tricked out. I'm curious to see how your upcoming weekend of your inauguration yeah. with your bike goes. Yeah, we're going to talk about it in a second because I I don't unless you well, some people probably listen to Pulp and know this already. So right now, opening segment. This is the X Brand Lucid Conversation. That's all, we got. That's, all, that's all we got right now. Uh, check out the new X Brand Lucid goggles with Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System. Race face four layer factory foam, lucid extreme definition optics, and go to your local dealership. They're distributed by WPS, as I said. The things they are just an amazing goggle. They are the um, I, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Like they are the uh, uppermost upper technology tier? of of goggle vision. Like they're I, I don't know what the terminology. Is. They're they're amazing. Just huge, good wide, goggles. Wide range of like uh, eyesight. Right, like it's yeah. just a why. It's not like the, your typical goggle. These things are just huge. You sh- you should. Uh, I know you have some pool there. You should do something that has like, like the sit, like the top part. So you know how you're all supposed to look up, right? Yeah, yeah. So have the top part with like the babyest, tiniest of like an optical zoom on it. Like you know, like like a like a prescription, like a like a. Like, you know, you get, say you have like a, I don't know how the numbers work because I don't wear glasses, but like, yeah. I know you have like, like a plus, a, a plus one, but I have like a plus point zero zero one where it just naturally focuses you on the upper level of the track. Okay. I, I, hey, I'm thinking, in, I'm thinking of 2023, 20, yeah, I, I don't know enough about goggle technology to know how that would work or if that would even be good for your I said eyes. 2030. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, it might take that long. Yeah. <laughs> Things take a while to develop. Uh, okay, so a couple different things we can talk about before we get to Colt Nichols. Uh, Denver was this weekend. Let's talk about, let's, let's get into my YZ250 real quick. I am flying, so this weekend I'm flying to Salt Lake City. Yeah. I'll be back Sunday night. Then the following Thursday, I fly to California, Kiefer's. Got California way? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go, you know, originally I was told, yeah, hey, we're going to ride Friday and Saturday. Find some places to ride. Didn't really, hadn't really, Kiefer hasn't thought that far ahead yet to tell me where we're going to ride. Sunday, I think it is, I feel like it was Sunday. It might have been Saturday during the race. I don't remember. But uh, Heather texts me and she's like, hey, what are your schedule, your flight schedules? Like, when do you get in? When do you depart? And, and I'm assuming she's wanting to know this to pick me up at the airport, right? Her or Chris or whoever. So I gave her my times and it, I think I flew out Sunday at like 2.30. She's like, well, can you fly out any later? Like I don't know. Let me look. Why? So then I start looking, and like the latest flight out is five thirty. It's just a couple hours later. It's really, I was like, yeah, yeah. five thirty. I guess that's the latest flight. She goes, well, Chris wants you to race. I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> come Heather, again, <laughs> Heather. I haven't been on a bike in like six months. I'm not in shape. I've never. I haven't rode a two stroke in 
15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Paula to ride. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. And she says, oh, it's going to be chill. It's just a... Uh, it's just a qualifier for Mammoth, Apollo. I'm like, it's a fucking qualifier for Mammoth. <laughs> it's just, oh, okay. It's just like your the top amateurs of, of the area. It's no your, big deal. Yeah, your definition of chill is very, very different than mine there, Heather. That sounded like somebody that watches these from the bleachers. <laughs> so. I don't mean that in any disrespect in any way, but. What I did, which. It's a lot of expectations. You know, when you, when you take all these factors into place, like, you know, not riding, not being in shape, there's really only one smart thing to do. Not race. And that's rescheduled my flight. Yeah. So I can race. So I will be racing the YZ250 at Paula, apparently, in a, a week from And you know Sunday. you can't, like, you know you can't do, like, a let everybody go and I'll just ride in the back thing because Kiefer would never let you in let in the end of that. I'll be lucky. If we actually ride Friday and we ride Saturday, like, I, I'll be lucky if I can get my legs over the bike. Like, pa- dude, I, just pace yourself. Make sure, make sure <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. make sure to uh, pack plenty of uh, PB and J's and like maybe uh, get a, get some, get some uh, Capri Suns in there and you'll be good to go, man. Well, it should be very, very entertaining. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I think we'll you even know where the race about. is. I told you Paula. Oh, is that there? It's all at Paula. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I felt, uh, for some reason I didn't, I didn't hear the name of the race. No, no, Paula. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to race at Paula apparently. We'll see. And and <laughs> it's the, and it's like what that what's that like the week before they race the opening round there? Or is Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cuz there's yeah, there's two full weeks, one uh, week in between, I believe. So it'll be real tame. It won't have it won't Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> it won't be like, ready. It like won't be those, national caliber or no, anything. I mean, those guys aren't going to be uh, who knows. It's it's going to be something. So I'm we saying were, the track. We were, yeah. We were going to give away this Aaron Plessinger uh what is this the scale on this damn thing? I, I you know, I looked it up and now I don't remember. The large size toy, the one tenth scale, Aaron Plessinger toy. But we're gonna wait until AP can come back on. I, I, guess, I said that already, right? He's yeah, sick. yeah. Mm-hmm. So put that back. We'll be sure to guess tonight. But that's cool. We're gonna we'll have lots to talk about. I'm uh, going back to fly racing. I told you we have some gear to give away. I have an extra set of the Youth Kinetic, and I have a youth. It's red and gray. You guys on camera, I don't know what camera's on, but if you guys are watching, you can see it. But it is a size youth large, a size youth 18 pant, and size 6 youth gloves. And we're going to give that away. All, if you got a kid that can fit this gear, email us at motoxpodshow at gmail.com and tell us why your kid needs this gear. You know, I mean, if you're just a broke dick motherfucker, <laughs> watch my language. If you're broke like I am, you know, I mean, that's it. Give me a story. You know, if your kid just needs some new gear, if he's really, you know, a good kid, if, you know, maybe he's yeah. doing really good in school. I don't know. Whatever. Or her. Sorry. Her. Uh, give us your story. MotoXPodShowGmail.com. We'll pick a winner for this gear in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, um, new, new gear to me is two-year-old clearance gear on motorsport that's like half hey, price I that's was, new it's brand new gear that was me until i got the fly deal a few years ago when the show yeah. started yeah i mean until jt started helping me out i always bought whatever was on clearance like if you go in this room here behind the cameras a lot of my old gear is piled up in there and i mean it's like old troy lee stuff or just whatever i could get i mean there's some old fly stuff there yeah just whatever i could get a discount yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, I feel you. That's why it's you make fun of my uh outfit, but everything yeah, on there I, was Yeah, I like making fun of you. Was just, discounted. That's what I do. Yeah. I, I am trying to get it reminds me I need to make a text. I'm trying to get a hookup on some boots though before Paula. Oh, you before need some would, new ones? Well, I have an older pair of Alpine Stars, but they don't match my gear. There's a there's a nice old pair of flies over here. Yeah, those are old and they don't Yeah, I actually have another pair that are new, but I I, I want the Alpine Star boots. 
That's what I'm comfortable in. Or actually like Garnet also. Yeah, but you want to try to be breaking in a new set of boots and breaking I've in a new pair? I've never had an issue with that. Like I put boots on, I'm good. I've never had a pair of boots that I'm like, oh, this is going to take a while. As soon as I put them on, I feel fine. I, I guess you're right. I kind of get, it doesn't really bother. It's just a little, maybe when I'm walking, but when I'm yeah, riding, you don't really feel I it. I never notice. I might have a little trouble shifting at first, but that's about yeah. it. But my, my boots are the old, they're the white, yellow, and red, like fluorescent yellow and red alpine stars and none of my gear matches that which it's not that big of a deal but it would be cool to have a new set of white boots to go with all the, like i'm taking some blue gear for my yamaha you know taking some stuff that the, i feel like you're more excited about like the gear and doing all that than actually I'm just riding. excited all in general getting back on a bike getting the new bike hanging out with kefers it's going to be a lot of fun it's gonna be a blast um okay so that that's what we got if you want to get involved with that giveaway for the fly gear hit that email up uh, you want to talk about Denver real quick before yeah. we get Colt on? So no no Yamaha LCQ race on Friday because of the weather. Yeah. I'm sorry for those that are listening that were in Denver, that were looking forward to hearing about it, maybe even going if you were had a credential. But I'm more excited that it didn't happen because that means it's now happening you get this weekend at Salt Lake City. Nick from Moto Limit is going to come over. We're going to go. Um, I think Toolman Dan may be there. They may be getting in too late for that. I don't know. Triple J is coming. Are you going to be involved in any way? Uh, we offered, you know, I, when I called in that second time last yeah. night, Nick wants to flag if he can. I told, I told Steve, if you want me, if there's anything I can do, I'll help out. It's whatever. I'll, I mean, I'll be there. So yeah. You shouldn't, you and Kiefer should play by play it. Kiefer can't be there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, sh- you should keep, you should uh, play by play it and Kiefer's, uh, well, but where, where would you play by play? Like just so like go live on YouTube or, or Instagram. Yeah, or just have a mic with you and just go for it. Yeah. Uh, I, and do I, it. And, but you got to do it in Kiefer's like, uh, um, what is it like strip like, club? Strip club voice, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Exactly do that. I don't know. Let me let me think about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Coming into the stage. Yeah, come I, don't, in, I don't have the voice. Come into the nah. first corner. Yeah, I don't. I don't have voices. I'm out. Um, yeah. We'll figure it out. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, sorry about those that. But Eli clinches the championship. Yep. Christian does not. Kind of. The, I kind of expected both Dude, those honestly situations. I, he's got it, but like. Christian, yeah, but it's kind of it's, mm, it's Nick, kind, Nick is a little nervous. It's kind of uh, it's a little nerve wracking. I would yeah, I would be yeah, nervous yeah. if I was Nick. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was texting with Paige. I was like, well, hey, we're just gonna get to celebrate together now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Glass yeah. three quarters full. Yeah, there you go. yeah. We're gonna celebrate afterwards together. It's gonna be it's but gonna be a good time. On the on the uh, opposite of that, kudos to Hunter Lawrence for like, dude, dude the dude showed some fight. Yeah. I mean, he's got. That interesting stat to me I heard was he has just as many wins as Jet did this season. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, you know, yep. if, if you look back on the season and without, you know, blinders, if you just look at that stat, that's, I mean, I think anybody would have taken that at the beginning of the season. So kudos for him for not giving up and showing some fight and taking it down to the wire. And, you know, anything can happen in the last round. I, I, I think Christian deserves it. He's been the guy all season and has rode flawlessly for the most part and, you know, I, I think he deserves one more than anybody, but you know, it's Yeah, Hunter, it's there. Hunter has definitely um solidified his abilities and you know that he's no joke, obviously. Uh, you know, he can win. He's he keeps winning. And, you know, he's he's doing well. I mean, yeah, he's super talented and you know, I like I get tired of all the jet talk. Hunter Hunter has such killer style and he's so so talented on the bike that it and, now everybody can see that and go, okay, obviously, yeah. he, without a couple things, without the A3 thing, the, yeah. the crash and the whoops, he's probably right there in the championship. Well, if, if not, I mean, if you do the, the, if, I mean, what he lost, what, 25 points that, or let's say he was, lost 23 points that's night. He was in, uh, he was in second. So 
the points gap is only 14. You're talking about he has an eight-point lead in, or whatever yeah, the math is, was, and nine, ten points. I don't know. I don't remember exactly lead. how many points he lost in that because he got some points. Because I, I don't remember how far into the race they were and how uh, they lapped some guys. He get, but regardless, the point is he would be right there. It like, would be like it, a it tied be thing down to the final race. It would be within. A, it would yeah. be within three points. Yeah, Hunter Hunter is has established himself in my opinion as a guy that's going to you know he's going to be right there. He, like I said, the Jet hype. Like I, I love Jet, but. Hunter, I think, is equally a, a capable of winning. Well, and we've Any said doubters should be seeing what he can do and how much heart he has, and you know he's matured too. You can see it in his writing. Yeah, and we've said before, you know, and we said this to him when we had him on the show. Um, if it's not for what he's done, then what Jet is has done is impossible. So, like, you know, he he Jet is what he is because of what Hunter paved the way for him. So, yeah, uh, the whole family. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. So. I think Christian. I do think Christian gets it done. Yeah, but we've seen crazier things. We saw you know AC a couple of years ago at Vegas, and it just yeah. Kinda, I'm pulling for him. Lost. I mean, it's just I don't think he would ever have thought it was going to come down this close. If you go back to all of these championship in their in the midway point, whether because the midway point for the four fifties was obviously a different point in time than the East and the West. But if you went to the midway point of all those championships, I think you would have said that Christian's was the most locked out of any of them. And then now this is the last one to get clinched. Half, I mean, halfway through the yeah, season, you wouldn't have said yeah. Eli had it clinched. I mean, it no, was still definitely not. You yeah, know, I had to think back. No, you, that's not a bad statement. You might be right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely come down. I'm kind of like I said. I'm kind of glad it's coming down to the final race because I really want to be there. But yeah, for Christian and for for Paige, I do kind of. I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind of him clinching it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but. It's going to be exciting, he'll get man. It. He'll get it. Not to mention, it's also a showdown. Do we have... have you made me think of my beef of the week. Okay, because, yeah, I don't do have I, one. Do I have time? Uh, Yeah, we got 13 minutes. We still have other things to talk about, like Dunge coming back. But, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll make it, it quick. Yeah, bring it. Um, but we, we can talk about this other stuff later. I can wait. No, we, okay. go ahead. All right, so my, my uh, our jerky beef of the week is why are we planning these finales the the end part of supercross in these conditions where we we have like we had this this desert dry track we had boston last week with all the rocks like i feel like the last couple of venues it's like the season starts off so strong with the caliber of tracks and we have all of this and you know obviously towards the end of the season the the, sometimes the points battles aren't as provocative as a marketing standpoint because, you know, at the beginning, more people have a chance, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand that that part falls off, but, like, like I'm looking forward to a track at Salt Lake City, like a yeah, baked not, out. Not, well, Vegas was always the final that track. Yeah, but it was Vegas. It didn't matter. It had the, had the cool turn in the back, and, like, it was Vegas. It was come down. Let's, Salt Lake City does not have the same pool no, that no, Vegas does. No, it does, does. not, but, but there's... That's a business decision. I just that's Salt Lake City putting a lot of money up for that round. I mean, it's I get it. I, I get that part. I just I just don't like see like I'm already the championships are already almost done. It's already hard for me to get excited to watch it anyways. And now I got to go watch a baked out track. Like as a fan, it's just well, don't watch it, Scotty. I have to. Because what, what are we going to talk about if I don't? Oh, you'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll talk about my my time there and all the championship parties and yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> all the championship, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll be fun. Hopefully it works out. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we get the invite. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the, this I don't 
I think there's a lot of people that aren't stoked on Salt Lake City being the final. Not just for the track. I mean, the track's not it's not the greatest stadium, that's for sure. It's pretty small. Not the greatest venue. Hot, or at least last year it was super hot. So, yeah, it's probably going to be baked. And then for afterwards, when you have all these championship parties, You're gonna, race is over at 10, 10, 15, and, and everything and, closes at 11. Yeah. It, so, yeah, it's not ideal. Unless you're into polygamy, you're pretty hey, much SOL. It's it's a business. I mean, when people have some of these complaints, like, oh, why do they do this? Why do they do that? Because it's a business, guys. I mean, this is, isn't doing this for the love of the sport. No, I get you know, they I, might. There's people there that love the sport. But it's a business. Yeah, they're gonna do what's best for Phil. No, I completely agree, and I know that I know that I'm not. I've been just. I'm. This is all from the perspective of I'm sitting on my couch. Yeah, and that mindset. I'm sitting on my couch in that mindset, and like, what this is what. Yeah, this is what we get. I I mean, dude, yeah, Foxborough. The dirt was terrible. I hated. I didn't like watching it. Uh, This this last weekend, yeah, Denver. The track was not good. It it just wasn't. But but then if you if you cannot be jaded or or whatever you know like go like we got to watch a live race we got to watch a live supercross race it's racing we still yeah. got to, everybody's on the same track yeah it's still kind of cool we saw eli win a championship we could hear the crowd going nuts yeah that was wild i, I definitely yeah. heard that yeah it was it wasn't it was it was cool man it was you know hunter rode his butt off there was good stuff to watch it was entertaining we got our we got our money's worth yeah it just it, it just seems weird that it just seems like it almost falls off at the end of the season like yeah yeah it, it kind of does some of the the riders are there's guys that yeah. are hurt yeah i mean there's always a little bit of a uh, let's just get to outdoors yeah and that leads into what you wanted to talk about like because that dude the outdoor season has some headlines yeah well hurling's obviously announced today he's not gonna make it injury just not in a good enough spot but dungy's coming back yeah that's this a, surprised that's a cool. lot of people okay why is it cool like i'm not saying it's not cool but why is it cool to you um well Okay, I have I have another point that I was gonna I was actually gonna ask AP. Yeah, but we can I can bring let's that point in a second. Let's save the dungy stuff because we really only have a few minutes before okay. we got to get Colt on. But let's go ahead. What about well, Eli? Not gonna race this weekend. He'll be ninety eight percent chance he's not racing this weekend. He's not racing this weekend. I'll quote I'll quote my buddy who's uh, Eli super fan, Tomax fine guy, Tomax fine. Okay, I didn't. His tone of voice last night was kind of like eh, I should be okay, but. There was a part of me was going. Mm, I don't know that he's hundred percent believing he's going to be okay for outdoors. I'm not saying he won't be. Obviously, I have. No I idea. think will he be hundred and ten percent ready? Dominant Eli Tomac yeah. at Paula, maybe not. But will he be good enough to like not lose the championship? Yeah, he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. But I mean, <laughs> Dylan's going to be on fire. Yeah. Uh, Dylan. I, I expect Caroli to be pretty damn good. Dylan is going to. If Dylan can harness and not make too much many, many mistakes, he has plenty of fuel. Like plenty, plunt, plenty, plenty. That's plenty of fuel. Pl- plenty of fuel. Oh, I, I, coming to the stage. Yeah, it's have, Maserati. <laughs> You're right. You don't do voices. No, I can't do voices at all. <laughs> not no, he at has all. plenty of of motivation and fuel. Like I, I don't at this point how not as planned as his supercross season went. I don't even think the fact that he won the outdoor championship last year, obviously that gives him, I mean, he's obviously the returning champ. He's got the number one plate. That's cool. But like, I think if you ask him and his camp, like that's so far removed from compared to all the other stuff that's happened this season. that like, he's, he's thinking like, I have to redeem myself. Oh, like, yeah. yeah he's yeah, yeah. going to be fired up. And like, I mean, nobody expected him to do that well in supercross. I mean, everybody you did. 
Uh, what are you talking about? No. Dude, no, you were like, too Scotty, much momentum. Scotty, let's move he's going to dominate everybody. Scotty, Watch out. But outdoors, he's expected to, yeah. to win. So he repeats. But you didn't say that before the outdoor season. Scotty, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where you're getting your information. No one expected I mean, yeah, I'm just, no I'm one just living over here in fantasy well land. In Supercross. I'm okay? in the land of imagination. Scotty, enough. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, we'll see how Eli's doing. I think Webb sits out. So w- the one thing I did want to ask um, is, at first I thought Dungey was like a two-race-only deal. Is he more likely to do more than Caroli is, or is it just a two-race mm, thing? there right now. I think two, okay. they're both kind of like, oh, we're doing the first two. We'll see how it goes. Well, my but question... I don't know that KTM's going to have anybody. AP's still not yeah. ready. He's still injured. He's not back on a bike yet. Uh, I don't think Webb's going to race. Yeah, it doesn't sound like, sound like he's only. out. So they're bringing in Cairoli and Dungey, two guys that aren't really full-time riders. I mean, yeah. Dungey hasn't raced in, what, six years? Cairoli retired. Okay, what are you, know, what you going to, like, yeah, we kind of need you guys to race the whole season or find somebody else. I, I yeah. don't know what KTM's going to do. That's right what now. I was going to ask AP was, is this like, is this like a, a marketing stunt to just get eyes on KTM for this season or like, are they coming over to like show you guys some things or like what, like where, where's like, where's the mindset of like, you know, when you go into your Monday meetings, where, where, what is this for kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. Like, that's why I wanted to ask him. Like, is this, right, is this right. just a gimmick or is like, yeah, we have nobody yeah, yeah, else yeah, yeah. or like, sure. Are we trying to get the, put these guys over here? So they're kind of like a mentor to kind of get the, maybe they get the KTM US team back to where it should be. Like, I don't like where that's what I wanted to ask him. So yeah, well, we'll get him back and we'll reschedule. So but that, but that's kind of where like, maybe he can come on next week for the next show. Like, and I was thinking about this. Well, is I mean, Dungey's been gone for a, six years and not racing is a long time. Yes, like, it is. It, no matter what level or where you were or how your pedigree or anything, but it's just really hard for me to see him if he if he gets whole shot or second. Like, do you really see him falling back to my out of the top ten? Like, if he's if he gets a whole shot and run first or second, the chances of him falling out of the top five to me are very slim. I don't know where I'm at on that. Like, again, this is that bench racing stuff. Like, yeah, the guy's probably in fantastic shape still, but he hasn't been on a bike in that long. So, yeah. You, I mean, you're he's telling been me, riding. You're telling me that he gets a whole shot, that uh, Dylan, Eli, Kenny, who's supposed to be back. That's top five still. I mean, the, there's guy uh, Chase. They and get, Jason so, Anderson. So all can't of the, catch him. So every single race that Dungey pulls a hot shot in, all those guys are second through seventh well, right there. Every, I guess not every race, but I'm thinking you're meaning consistently, and I just don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. We got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. All right. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits. Frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you gotta do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1 800 659 1440, and y'all better tell them. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. 
X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today. All right, guys, we're back with our first guest of the night, and he's going to be brought to you tonight by Racetech. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company, and all Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info. and Use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us Colt Nichols. What's up, dude? Hey, man, how we doing? We're doing good, man. I am glad to talk to you Um been kind of a bummer this season not having you out there uh you know defending defending the championship even if you probably weren't going to get to run that number one plate but it's uh it's been a bummer man i i feel like you had the right and deserve to defend it how are you dealing with that you kind of over it at this point and just looking forward to the future uh yeah i would say so i mean i'm not one that likes to sit and dwell on the past i mean i you know had my fair share of being bummed about the situation but it was uh it just you know what meant to be for for me this year but Overall, you know, I I was uh, I was happy with the decision that you know me and the team decided before we we went to Anaheim one, which was you know I was going to race West Coast and I was content with that. And I mean, sure the you know the number one would have looked cool, but uh, <laughs> you know that that doesn't mean that it's guaranteed another title. So I mean, sure. I, I just wanted to go win, and I, I felt like I was in a position where I was ready to go race, and I didn't really want to wait any longer. You know, then you risk practice crash or you know getting hurt before east coast started so i was ready uh, i felt like i was in a good spot so we went to go race and it uh yeah it was just very short-lived this year but uh it's all good man we're, we're on the men back I, I feel like i'm in a good spot right now and hopefully getting back on the bike here soon yeah i, I was gonna ask you I, I didn't know if you were back on the bike yet but before we get to that so what sorry i don't know but what is what is your chick's name kayla kayla okay so yeah. you break both arms that puts you yeah. in a, that puts you in a situation where you're going to need some help with some uncomfortable things. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty. You got to have a pretty rad chick to uh, <laughs> do some of the things that you probably needed help with. Bonding moments, yeah, some bonding. There you go. That's good, good, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. talk about that because I love home life stuff. I love talking about the other side of the, you know, the writer's situation with the the girlfriends, the wives. I think it's, I think that's a major part of the team. So yeah, man, talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, it was uh, interesting uh, to, <laughs> to say the least. You know, I've never been in, in that situation where I 
straight up just couldn't really function, you know, yeah, on yeah. my own. So it was, uh, it was weird. It was, it was really weird just being in the hospital at first, you know, they are around the clock taking care of you and stuff. So, uh, I was there for 11 days after Anaheim one and, um, it wasn't really that bad. You know, they were able to do it and it was, I mean, a little weird, but yeah, at the same sure. time being in the hospital, you're so uncomfortable anyway, that it's like, what's one more thing, you know, like sure. This random lady is going to come in and wipe my ass real quick. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's been worse, you know, yeah. up to this point. So she'll never see me again after I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. So, um, no, so that was like interesting. And then I got COVID while I was actually in the hospital, which was a weird situation. Oh, wow. And after that, the, uh, yeah, the, the care obviously wasn't really as good because nobody wanted to come in the room. They were scared to get COVID. So mm-hmm. um, so it was just weird. Then once we left and got home, I, I got to give it to my chick. She was a trooper, man. She uh, she held it down for me. It was a rough little period, but, <laughs> you know, she took care of the dirty work, literally. And, uh, you know, we made it happen. But it was, a, it was just a rough, weird kind of month. You know, once we sure. got home, we were yeah. still kind of recovering from COVID. And then we were still trying to get adjusted a little bit because – I actually had a, um, I had a crack in my, one of my hip bones as well on my left side from where I had like a, a good little puncture from something, some part of the bike that yeah. kind of hit me and, and got me a little bit on the opposite side of the burn. And so for the first two weeks, I couldn't really walk either. So I was kind of just really bedridden and I couldn't move, you know, I couldn't oh. do anything. Like I couldn't really text or be on my phone or really do, do much. So she, uh, she had to really pick up the slack there. So uh, no, she did an awesome job though. We, we made it through the rough part. The, the first like two or three weeks were a little heavy. And then yeah. I actually got my cast off of my left arm, like four or five weeks in, I want to say five weeks in. Uh, then after that, it was like, oh my gosh, life is, <laughs> life seems easy now. You so know? much appreciation, so, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You don't yeah. understand. So yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, it obviously could have been a lot worse. Uh, I was thankful it wasn't, Sure. Um, yeah. but with the, with the situation, yeah, it was, it was a little weird at first, but we got through it. Yeah. You, you need to lock her down, bro. <laughs> yeah, after, after that little incident, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little right. eye-opening, I think, when you do all that stuff. Yeah, between your situation and you look at, like, Dino and Sarah, like, Sarah having to pack his ass and, you know, like, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. It, it takes a strong woman to be with a professional Supercross rider. So, I it actually really have does. another question about her here in a minute, but we're going to get back to riding. Yeah. Um, So, you, you're not back on the bike just yet, right? Uh, No, no. So, I ended up having uh, my pins removed. Yeah. On uh, April 1st. So I got my pins removed and I mean, the wrist has been locked since Anaheim. So it was really, really, really stiff and, um, couldn't, couldn't really get much movement out of it those first like two weeks, but that's, that's pretty typical, you know, it just doesn't want to move. So, um, just therapy, therapy and more therapy, essentially, um, trying to get it to work and move just a little bit better. And I'm really, really close right now. I would say, you know, I'm hoping only a week or two out from being able to ride. Um, we're, we're on that backside of it. I can, you know, kind of taste it at this point. So we're, we're almost there, but it's moving along really well. The bone healed up completely, which I was nervous about, you know, they're always nervous about the, the scaphoid maybe dying off, especially because the way I broke mine, it was kind of demolished. So they had hmm. to go in and do a uh, bone graft and took some bone from my radius and kind of packed it around the, the scaphoid a little bit. And then that first row of bones that got dislocated, i severed a few of the ligaments that were in there as well so Jeez. don't don't have like all the feeling back in in my my fingers yet we're getting there on that too it's improving but that's just a really slow process with those two they kind of just come back when they want so not much you can do for the nerve stuff but right. uh, yeah for, yeah for the bone and everything else it's it's really good it, it's gone exceptionally well I, I feel like i'm really happy with where it is and yeah hopefully we can get on the bike and things will be normal again <laughs> 
Yeah, talking about that nerve thing, I, I broke my leg playing football in high school, and my big toe on my left foot just hung down because of the damaged nerve for like, I don't know, a couple months. And like if I walked barefoot, yeah. I just tripped over it because you couldn't feel it. You couldn't tell it wasn't up. And then just all of a sudden it worked again. So, yeah, the nerves, nerves are interesting. But go ahead, Scotty. Sorry. Okay, so, uh, Colt, I had, uh, we had Justin Cooper on last week. And I kind of, y'all are kind of in a similar situation. I asked him this question, so I kind of wanted to go do the same route with you. Um, yep. So being away from all the drama and all the spotlight of a championship, does it give you a chance to kind of like recharge? And how much have you charged that? I have air quotes here. Your your Moto Love battery. How much recharging has that gotten? And are you, how much are you excited about getting back on the bike? Uh, yeah, I mean that's a good question, really, because it's it's uh, it's interesting, you know, when you get put in these situations. Because you know, for racing and just the riding, and the, it's more the day to day. It's not even really the the racing. I mean, hell, that's the fun part, you know. That's that's the that's the stuff that really gets us going, and um, you know, the adrenaline and the the unknown of, of what's about to happen and that, that crazy anxiety you get on the gate and you just, you can't get that anywhere. You can't get that in practice either. So, I mean, for me, I, I miss that a lot and that's something I kind of feel a little empty without, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, for me, that's, that's what I'm missing uh, for sure. And that's why I was so excited to go race again. You know, I, I had a long off season and I was kind of ready to go at Anaheim and like I said, we got cut a little short, but, um, definitely recharged, uh, to say the least. I mean, it gives you some, some appreciation when, when you're off for as long as I have been, you know, going on to four or five month, uh, period here. And, um, it just, yeah, it definitely gives you some perspective at first you're, you're maybe a little, at least I, I was maybe a little bitter. Um, just not at anybody else or at anything, just circumstance, you know, like yeah. I'd had a really, really good off season and I, I feel like I'd done about everything I felt like I could do. I mean, everyone always says that they have great off seasons, but, this is the first off season. I felt like I've noticed some significant improvement with my riding and my, and my training. And, you know, I, I switched a lot of stuff up with, with the training this off season and it was just exciting. It was an exciting time for me just because, you know, I'm a little older and to see some drastic improvement was like, wow, this is cool. You know I mean? I haven't seen this in a few years. So to see that was like, wow, this is awesome. You know, like I could still get better and I can do things better. And, when it gets cut short, you're just like, damn, like I didn't yeah. even get to show, show people what I felt like I was capable of achieving this year. And, uh, that's the unfortunate part of sport, but it's also what makes it so good when, you know, I'm able to, or you're able to do things like I was able to do last year and win a championship, it makes it that much sweeter. Cause you know, I've had my fair share of these types of situations and being injured and kind of down and out and yeah. gives you some life perspective. It really does. So, uh, recharge is kind of an understatement. You know, I'm, I'm ready to get back on the bike and get back into my normal routine and hopefully get back behind a gate and, and get that feeling again. You, you got a bird in the house. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just walked outside with my dog and the birds <laughs> are going that's awesome. off. Right so we got about three and a half weeks before the opening round of outdoors. Do you expect to be ready for that, even if you're not 100%, or are you just kind of playing it by ear right now? I mean, you're not even back on a bike, obviously. Yeah, r- right now we're kind of just playing everything by ear. Yeah. I mean, based off of, um, like I said earlier, the bone, based off of that, it's ready. Okay. It's just the strength and the movement of the wrist. Like, I, I still don't quite have what I need, and then strength-wise, I, I don't quite have that grip strength yet that i feel like i i would need to get on a bike and you know try to do what i need to do so that's essentially why we haven't started riding yet but uh as far as the first race goes honestly i haven't really thought about it um the the team has been 
really good with me as far as timelines and being patient and which they always have been. Bobby has always been really, really awesome with me when it comes to that kind of stuff. And this has been no different. So, um, they, they've had my back and just been like, Hey, we're, we're here when you're ready, you know, like yeah. whenever that is, if that's next week and you want to go race, sure. If not, then we'll wait and you come back when you want and whenever you feel like you can go do good. And so that's my biggest thing is I don't want to show up and, uh, you know, just be kind of floundering around. I, I want to be good and be able to compete. So that's, that's the big thing for me. Yeah. They, they better be used to the, uh, having patience. I mean, considering yourself, Justin, Jeremy, Eli now with the, with the knee, we don't know what's going to happen. Dylan got hurt. Like, yeah, he, he, he better be, have some understanding like, okay, this is part of the game in, in you know, championships or injuries. It seems like for star racing right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, that's what I was saying earlier, that's just kind of sport for you. You yeah, just never definitely. know what's going to happen. It's weird, you just go through these phases, I mean, especially with teams, too. I mean, I know a few years ago, PC had that little run where it seemed like every one of their guys was injured, yep. you know, and then last year, it seemed like none of us were injured, and now all of us are injured. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know what the answer is for that, but yeah, you just go through some kind of kind of runs like that where it happens with a handful of guys. But uh, no, I mean, they're still able to do obviously pretty damn well this oh, year yeah. without without a lot of us out there. So sure. uh, yeah, no, they've, they've definitely made it look good. Um, back in Florida, right from Cali, you were out in Cali for a while. Yeah, I was actually, uh, you know, we, I packed up and we left Florida right before or right, right around January 1st and went there expecting to be there for about five weeks or six yeah. weeks. And we were there for four months. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, I didn't really actually get back until this past Sunday, uh, back in Florida. I stayed out there just to, it was easier for therapy and, uh, you know, I was, I was flying back and forth to doctor and, um, just some stuff like that. It kind of just made sense to yeah, stay there. Yeah. I, I don't have some stuff here that I had there. So, uh, yeah, we're just getting back, and I'm I'm pretty pretty pumped to be back in Florida, to be honest. Cool, good here. Yeah, man. Uh, so I saw that you kind of did a a little contest for where you came out to the uh, mini moto night thing, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Side's mad at me because he kind of yeah. took his. But well, this question crossing go, my notes out. No, that it, you might even still be able to ask yours because mine kind of goes away from it. But anyway, so um, you know, obviously you're doing that to give back and kind of be a role model to these kids and everything, but. When you go to something like that, what is kind of something that you maybe learn about yourself, maybe not even in the racing mindset, but just as like personally, what do you learn from something like that? Uh, mainly, honestly, like like you were saying, I, I really wanted to do that just to, to give back. I mean, it's very rare that, um, you know, us being in, I say us professional athletes being in our positions, we have time mainly. Uh, usually we're so wide open with things and I have been lately too, but it was in a spot where I'm not at least traveling, racing and, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. And that was one way that, you know, a buddy of mine actually was talking to me about it. And I was like, yeah, let's do something like, like that'd be really cool to put this thing together and maybe see if we can help a few kids one night and just be something fun to do. But, uh, the perspective I think is one where you can look at it and just see how much these kids like riding dirt bikes. I mean, it's like you try to tell them something and you can't hardly get them to come in the pits because they're just <laughs> doing laps, you yeah, know, they yeah. just like want to ride, you know? So yeah. It's just, it's funny when, when you're around kids, you see the love and the passion they have for it. And it's exactly the way I was, you know, when I was that age and still am, you know, so that's kind of what keeps you going with all of it. And then you see the other side of it too, where a lot of the parents were there, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. And that's something that I want eventually, you know, because I was so close with my dad and that's how I got into it. You know, he rode. And so it's making it this big family affair and like the, the dads are just loving it. You know, they're moto heads and they're pumped that their kids are riding. And I just think that's cool. It's a, it's a different perspective that a lot of other 
sports really you don't have that aspect i mean most of the time stick and ball sports you got a coach and you know you go on these all events and uh it's not really just you and you know mom and dad so right. it's yeah. uh it's, yeah. it's a different aspect for sure and i think that's the coolest part about doing those things is you kind of see the families and get to interact and meet some people and uh that that was a really cool experience for me and hopefully i can do some more in the future yeah that's cool making memories and i mentioned dino earlier and he kind of does the same thing right he gives bikes away and like giving back to the like i mean i scotty can you imagine like when you're growing up in my era like you go to your local track and there's mcgrath and he's you know you can hang out and ride with mcgrath or, or whatever like that just didn't happen yeah you know? yeah. And, yeah, yeah like yeah. all you guys like yourself colt that it seems to be there's an awareness a lot in this era where you guys are giving back even on social media just doing giveaways right giving a jersey away or whatever like that could make a kid's year or like a memory they're never gonna forget so yeah i, I mean i still that. i still remember seeing pastrana at one of our local races yeah when i was like 10 dude i saw him at a gas station in shreveport yeah i was, I was working and yeah. Was, yeah i was like holy crap yeah <laughs> yeah so that's super cool man um yeah I want to ask you, you know, I, I heard, uh, I think Mathis was talking about last night that basically with the rule, you and Justin are going to be forced to move up to the 450 class next year. Uh, thoughts on that? Do you have anything? Are you working on anything to, to, to get a 450 ride if that's the case? Can you even talk about it? Nope. Hang tight. We may have lost him. I think I think his dog had other plans. Uh, oh, sorry, there you are. Yeah, we're still there. Yeah, <laughs> hey, sorry about that, guys. I uh, yeah, my dog took off on me real quick. But, uh, <laughs> okay, that's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think your dog. I think his dog had other plans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So back to your question. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, that was a, a weird kind of situation for a little bit. They they talked about the rule change and they were trying to maybe change it. And, you know, at least maybe Justin was going to stay down and race two fifties or, you know, whatever the case was. And none of that happened. So, um, for me, it was never really in my ideas of things that could be possible. I just assumed it's time for me to go, you know, it's okay. time for me to race fifties and that's just kind of, <laughs> that was the plan, you know? So whenever that came along, it was kind of a surprise for me just cause I was like, well, I didn't see, I never thought that would be a reality. So I wasn't really planning on that. And, uh, obviously AMA wouldn't either. So they shot that down for, for the both of us, but, um, no, I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm in a spot where I feel like I'm ready for it. I feel like it's time. And I, I feel like I ride the 450 really well and had good experiences racing a 450 and supercross and, and outdoors. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I don't know where I'm going to land or what I'm going to be riding, but just the opportunity to get to race against the best guys and, you know, it's a full season of Supercross. You know, seventeen rounds, and you know, hitting all the outdoors. I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a really fun experience. I'm, I'm just excited and looking forward to it. Really, yeah, that's good. Great to hear. Now, I, I know you can't give me anything definite, but can you at least say has anybody reached out to you about interest in you riding a 450 for them? Are you even allowed to say that? Uh, I mean, yeah, some some teams have had interest for sure. Okay, um, it's just me, more or less. Uh, trying to push the issue with stuff and i've actually been working with uh jimmy buttons my agent now uh, i hired him last year nice and uh, so so he's been obviously doing all the legwork he just kind of gives me some <laughs> weekly updates you know every now and then let me know how things are going so i don't know exactly but okay um for me it's just it's in a weird position with, with me just because I, i'm injured you know yeah, and sure, no one sure. no one no one sees me so it's just it's tough when it's like that you know my whole goal and ambition was to 
to try to win another championship and then kind of not that it's ever set in stone, but that would certainly help my case to of try course. to land somewhere, you know, and then whenever you get injured, you just, you know, people just don't even remember you raced dirt bike. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it's yeah. more or less just calling people nonstop and, and trying to say, Hey, I'm still here. You know, I'd love to ride for you. And, you know, for me, I, that's kind of the position I, I've kind of been in, you know, uh, not a whole lot of people just trying to run my door down and, uh, sign me to do stuff, but, uh, you know, definitely a lot of interest from, from a handful of people and teams and, to be honest with you, I can't say what is serious and what's not just because I hadn't personally talked to him. It's been Jimmy doing it, but yeah, ho- hopefully we'll land somewhere. And even if it's not, you know, what I thought or, um, anything like that, it's, I mean, there'll be a seat that'll open up somewhere. Even if I got to make my own, you know, that's just what's going to happen. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm not too, I'm not too worried about it, man. We're, we're going to go racing regardless. And, uh, yeah, just hopefully it ends up uh, being somewhere cool. Good to hear. We got a couple more for you. All right, so right, when that. when you uh, when you think about like your con- contribution to the sport, for instance, like your personality, your culture, the vibes you bring, like what from your lifestyle do you try to like bring to this sport? I got one that I like, but I'll let uh, it go. the earring. I love the dangling yeah. earring, man. I, I say it every yeah, time. I mean, not <laughs> maybe it's not something like something intangible. He's just cool, man. Like who else would wear a dangling earring? Did you pull it off? I will say you pulled that off more than anybody else I see. Such a stud. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I've tried to – it's been kind of fun just being in, obviously, the position that I've been in, and I, I never thought I would be here really as a little tyke riding around and doing all that <laughs> back in Oklahoma. You know, I, I didn't really think I'd, I'd be even riding for, you know, factory team, and, you know, I've been on one for a lot of years now and was able to win a championship and do a lot of stuff that I were lifelong goals and dreams and – um, I, I think more or less just, uh, attitude and, um, just like how happy I am to, to do what I do and, uh, and, and how I want to do it. I mean, a lot of people get stuck and put in positions where they don't have a lot of choice. And, um, lucky for me, I, I feel like I've been able to have some influence in my career and decisions and, uh, done things the way I, I kind of want to do them, you know, and that's, that's important to me. And, uh, like I said, not a whole lot of people get to do that. So, um, I would say probably that. And yeah, I mean, if I can add a little bit of flavor or some, <laughs> you know, some fun to a situation or, uh, my own little take on things, that's certainly what I like to do. And, you know, me and Justin definitely do that on our own quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah. uh, that's, that's the fun side of it for us though. You know, like this sport is, it's so serious and it's so tough and you make one mistake and you end up like I've been where you're off a bike for five and a half months, you know, and, that that serious side of it makes it it makes it exhausting it's overwhelming sometimes how serious you have to be and you know my day is dirt bikes sun up to sundown and what you eat you know how you what you do all day you train all day and you know how you prepare yourself and how much sleep you get and it's just it's exhausting so to have some fun with it and to be able to have some personality and be like hey this is what we like and whether it's music or, um, you know, fashion or, you know, whatever to, to put our own little flair on it. And I see kids that now are maybe not so afraid to maybe wear clothes that they like and not just be dressed up in a pit shirt all day or, you know, be a little more open with the music they listen to or just more personality, you know, not so, not so cookie cutter. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping that we, I say we, as me and Justin kind of help maybe break that mold a, a little bit, but, um, no, just just having fun and being appreciative of the position I've been in, and it's been fun. It's been a yeah. good ride so far. We got a long way to go, but so yeah. far it's been it's been sweet. Yeah, it's just 
with based off what you just said, like if you could like just kind of do your homework almost a little bit and like look at like an Eli Cooper, right? One of your teammates. I don't know how much time or Eli Cooper. Eli yeah, Tomac. I was like, who? Eli Tomac. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Eli. You don't know who Eli Cooper is? Come on. No, Eli Tomac, right? Like he seems so serious, right? Over the last few years, and he's like hard to talk yeah. to, and not. And then this year he's having fun, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm getting older. I've got a family now. Like different, different goals, different things. He's appreciating, and you go okay." Like, yeah, you got to kind of, you have to step back a little bit. And like, yes, it's very serious. It is a business. There's tons of money on the line, but it's yeah. also a lot of fun. Like this is a, like, a, you're very fortunate to be doing what you're doing for a living. So like, I love what you just said. I love that outlook. Like, man, it, let's have a little bit, let's bring some flavor. Let's have a little fun. I love that. That's important. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think it has to be, and that's kind of yeah. like the main purpose. I think whenever you look at somebody like Eli, I mean, he goes from, it's, it's weird too, because none of us, I feel like from industry people to writers to nobody, I, I feel like no one really like knows Eli, but right. yeah, yeah. You know, he, he's very close to the chest with things. He's yep. not too open about his personal life. And yet everyone's like, man, he's a completely different guy. And I'm like, <laughs> no one even really knew who he is or what he is. Yeah. He know? seems like, different for sure. Outwardly yeah, for but, sure. Yes. Yeah. But the persona is, is completely different this year and it's very visible, you know, in yeah. interviews and the way he acts and just, he's smiling and people notice that and it's it's crazy to me that you can notice that when from a guy that people don't really know you know still but they notice it's different so yeah, uh, yeah. to me i always think that's important and you know something that i think was something that i think is a little more important to him now too obviously as you can tell so um no it's, it's been cool to see that from him even from from that side of things and luckily for me i'm just a little more uh I guess open with that stuff right yeah, off the yeah. rip, so it's not, not as much of a question. Yeah, l- lucky for us in the media, it's good yeah. to yeah. Go ahead, Scotty. Uh, so I have one from our one of our loyal listeners. They wanted to know if you excelled in any other sport, maybe sticking ball, or maybe something that you were naturally g- else good at. Uh, I don't know if I'd say excelled um, <laughs> <laughs> or was like naturally good, even really, but. Uh, I, I did play high school uh, basketball all the way up through elementary, middle school, into high school. And uh, my senior year, I went to online school because my junior year, they threatened to to not pass me because I, I'd missed so many days. You know, like I was gone racing and, right. and stuff and you know, spring nationals. And then you leave and you go to a week to at the time, you know, I'd leave for a week and train with Robbie if I had a race coming up or, or something. So. Uh, I did online school, so that was the only year I didn't play. But I, I played uh, basketball all throughout my all throughout my years in school. So I, I love playing basketball. My sister, she went to to college to play basketball, so kind of ran the family. And then uh, she also did the golf thing too. So she was like a three or four time uh, state champ in golf. Like her and her team won golf championships in high school. And I love playing golf and still do. So, uh, but those those are my two nice. for sure. Like more stick and ball stuff, basketball and golf, definitely. That's cool, man. All right, my last little topic. Darkside hates golf, Colt. No, I just don't play golf. I just it blows me away that we're into it. I need to play it. I'm sure I would love it. I just like no, you would hate it. I don't know. I probably would like it. I just like giving you it's crap. Su- it's super frustrating, yeah. but it's yeah. well, it's it's extremely extremely frustrating. I, but it's one of those I, things where like I can't get that competitive nature like away from me to where yeah, it's just it's just me and the golf clubs and like I love yeah. that about it. You know, it's not anything else. It's not like you have a bike advantage or something. You no, know, yeah. it's just like you either suck or you don't. <laughs> right, right. I, yeah, so awesome. I played a I played a course on Sunday that. Like it was a, kind of close to like a professional level co- course, and I played from a tease further back than I normally did. Bro, it humbled me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it made me feel like yeah, the worst. Happened. Oh man, I yeah. didn't even break a hundred, bro. It was bad. 
Right. Yeah, that's all right. My last thing here is, uh, look, man, everybody, like you hear the talk about, you're a good-looking dude, Colt, and your chick is stunning. And I was looking through your Instagram, and back in February, you guys did posted some pictures that, like, easily could have been, like, the cover of GQ magazine or something. Uh, <laughs> Where are we going with this? So I'm just wondering <laughs> if, like, there's a, like, you have any... You know, if you're comfortable, like, all right, maybe the racing thing doesn't work out. Like, you guys could just do, like, husband, wife, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you guys, uh, you know, modeling. Like, I mean, uh, like, I think you have like, a career. Well, a a cover career. of, like, Home Depot or something? Or no, like? no, not Home Depot, dude. Like, legit. Like, those. there's a black. Better homes and gardens? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's like, that's a stunning couple right there. Yeah, I mean, that was a fun little deal that, you know, she wanted to do. And at the time, I was still all busted up. And I'd actually just got cast off yeah, to get yeah. a... Uh, I had to get an MRI. So I just got my cast off. And that's the only reason why we did it. Cause I was like, okay, well we're not going to do all this. If I have two casts tomorrow, I'm going to look pretty <laughs> yeah, silly. Yeah. So I got them off for two days. And so we scheduled it in between those two days. It was actually one of her friends. And, um, it was just a fun little, fun little deal. It was a different little, uh, experience. I've never done anything like that before. So it was new for me, but, uh, no, it was, uh, it was cool. It turned out a little better than, than I thought. And she's obviously does the model stuff. And, yeah. Um, so she was very comfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not that I wasn't either, but it was, uh, no, it actually, it turned out a lot better than, than I even expected. It looked really awesome. Yeah. Cool. You guys killed it, man. I was like, damn, that's a good looking couple, Scotty. I was like, <laughs> like there is no basement in that couple. <laughs> all, it's all, they're all ceiling. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. That's penthouse, man. Both of them. In the penthouse. I like that. I like yeah. that penthouse couple. That's cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Cool. To use that. Yeah. We're going to let you go. Your, uh, your teammate Jeremy's coming up here in just a minute. So, uh, Hey man, appreciate you having some time for us and look, look forward to seeing you back soon. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And yeah, hopefully, uh, we'll be back in the saddle soon. Yeah, you right, got buddy. it, man. Take care, Colt. Thanks, man. Yep. See you guys. Yeah. All right, that was fun with Colt Nichols. Glad to glad to talk to him. It's been a little while since we've had a chance to visit. Um, fun guy, man. Like the, that's just the, that's the perfect guy to interview. Like, yeah, that was just yeah. Having, having a good time, opening up, talking about stuff. That's he, some some guys don't go deep enough. Some guys go too deep and get a little scatterbrained. Like that, he's the perfect balance. He he gives you depth. Yeah, but cons, con, I don't know what would you say, consistency, I guess, or conciseness. He gives that as well. So I, that was that, that was a very solid interview. I was very impressed. Uh, we've got just a couple minutes before Jeremy, even though he hasn't responded in text message. So J-Mart always comes through, bro. Yeah, I think he's one that I have a hard time getting a response from. So before, though, uh, let's talk about X-Brand Goggles again. X-Brand Goggles have grown into the choice goggle company for many of the top privateers in the world. Top privateers like Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, Ryan Brees, and many more. As well as top GNCC guys like Craig DeLong, Choose X-Brand. With multiple lines to choose from, such as the EKSS, the GOX Flat Out, and the all-new Lucid with the Wavelash Quick Release Lens System, you are sure to find a goggle for your you for you at a price you won't be able to beat. Go to your local dealership, ask for X Brand distributed through WPS, or you can hit me up DarksideMX3 at AOL.com, and I could probably hook you up. I um sent some out this week actually. Yeah, for one of our listeners to Desi. Yep, Desi. Desi bought a pair. So he uh, he should have those. They they went out Monday. So what is oh I guess yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they went out yesterday. So he should get them in the next couple of days. So uh, yeah, I have a I have a few pair of the Lucids left. You know, if you if you want to hit me up, man, I'll make you a deal. I got them, or you can go to your local dealership. So yeah, um, but I, I appreciate. I have you guys to put, I have to get my bike running before I can even worry about goggles. Yeah, we still we we'll talk about that a little bit more here in a minute. Let's let's take our next commercial break and get Jeremy on. Be right back. 
If you're like most racers, you've dreamed about riding a works bike with all the trick parts. Since 1989, Works Connection has been producing works like products for the general public. When Steve Lampson and Team Peak Split Fire Pro Circuit used Works Connection in 1990, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry standard pro launch start device is used by many of the teams, such as Factory, HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Pep Suzuki, and many more. Pole shot specialist Vince Freeze, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust Works Connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, Radiator Braces, Engraved Master Cylinder Covers, and much more at WorksConnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys around Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roost, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit eksbrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics Goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. Check your local dealership for X-Brand goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand. Choose X-Brand because we said so and we're hot. (laughs) 
All right, boys, we're back from our second commercial break. Our next guest is brought to you by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps's goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. With products like the industry-standard Pro Launch Start Device, the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized massive cylinder covers, and much more, it's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Don't forget to use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Tonight, Works Connection's Connection brings us the one and only J-Mart. What's up, Jeremy? Oh, I'm just hanging out here in Minnesota. Um, Minnesota. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Dude, how's, board, the guy. how's the weather, man? Oh, it's it's been terrible. Like the last, uh, I'd say, two, two, three weeks, it's been like 40s and for a high. And then we have overcast rain or snow. So it's been uh, pretty miserable, miserable spring so far. <laughs> no, no interest in getting back down to Florida anytime soon? Yeah, I, I like Florida, but uh, I hear it's starting to get pretty hot down there, so eighties <laughs> or 90s. So I think I'll take the I'll take the beanie weather and a and a light jacket up here. All right, all right. So hey, real quick, we brought you in by Works Connection. What's your favorite Works Connection product? God, I would probably have to say back in the day I ran their lever, and uh, yeah, you couldn't go wrong with a good Works Connection lever. I agree that that yep, I've got the well, I had those on my fifteen Honda before I got rid of it. They will be on my Blue Crew 250 once I get that from Kiefer here soon. So, yeah, I, I love me some works connection. That's good stuff. Uh, how you feeling, man? I mean, I know you're not back on a bike yet. You're still kind of working on recovery from the broken radius and all the other stuff that happened in that practice crash. But how are you physically feeling? Uh, I'm doing pretty good now, yeah. So tomorrow on Wednesday will be eight weeks post-op of my um, my shoulder. Or shoulder, and, yeah, uh, not radius. That's Sorry. Yep. Yep. No. So man, I tell you what guys, I should have, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right. But, um, I should have gotten it fixed, um, last year at Orlando when, uh, it popped out when I, when I didn't jump into that rhythm, I should have oh, just yeah. got my shoulder fixed. Um, cause the writing was on the wall. I got an MRI and the thing was just, it was not in a good spot, but you know, it was the second time that it'd come out. So I was, you know, pretty optimistic cause I went, uh, the first time it came out was 2012 and then it came out, you know, my first year back with star. Um, and I was like, okay, well, we'll, you know, we'll just try to rehab it and get back out there. And, um, you know, I just, you know, with the speed nowadays and with just everything that goes on, I mean, you gotta be healthy when you're riding the bike. And, and then the last two years, I just kept trying to just, just fight through it. And, um, I think I kind of learned my lesson the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've had a lot of injuries and that's got to be a super, super tough decision at your level where there's so many expectations and a lot of money involved with the teams. And then you have this injury that eh, maybe I could ride through it. Like that's got to be a tough decision to say, nope, guys, we're calling it or no, nope, we're going to try and see what happens and it could go worse. Like I would hate to be in that position to have to make that decision. Yeah, you don't really know what the right thing to do is, you know, I mean, hey, like, look at it, it, you know, when it did come out, and I tried to give a run at that outdoors last year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was obviously in the points lead. And then um, I went down at Colorado. But then, you know, I said, all right, I'm gonna try to get back. And I did. And I, you know, I won three overalls. And I was, everything was great. And then I was just gonna get my um, wrist fixed. And then I went down again. So um, you know, I should have probably gotten it fixed. My hand would kind of blow off the bars, um, <laughs> outdoors last year. And it's just, 
as you get older and now that I've been through this, I just, I just recommend you get fixed up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I noticed that you've kind of been, you've, you've been doing the vlog thing recently and I, I kind of want to know how that was going for you and what you thought of that. And also the kind of the question from that was if that had been kind of more trending when you were maybe in your first couple, your first championship season or your first rookie season, do you think that's something that you would have done then? Or do you think it's something that you're doing now? Cause you're more comfortable you may be more mature. I think, um, you know, I, I was always kind of against it. Like Alex, when he first did the troll train stuff, I was like, Oh, I'm not going to do it. But I mean, nowadays it just seems like that's all a lot of people really care about is like the, the social media and all that stuff. And I'm more of just like the results guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think as I get older, um, I think my outlook has changed a little bit. I'm like, well, everybody knows that I want to win and I work hard and stuff like that. But um, a lot of people kind of don't necessarily know that I do have a personality and stuff like that. So the idea was is you've got people that do the race day vlogs like Alex, and he does do some practice vlogs. But for me, it was just more of like my day-to-day, like behind the scenes, showing the work um, you know, kind of just like what my mentality is like during the day or, you know, like working with Jeannie and Jeannie hounding me. So <laughs> I think, for, I think for me, it was just trying to get like a, a different perspective for the fans and everybody to see of me. And then also to kind of just, um, I've learned quite a bit over the years. And if, if, you know, maybe someone watched that and, and then they learned something and, and they could kind of maybe use it to their advantage one day for riding. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And, I think the the cool stuff with the social media stuff is most of us are fans too, right? I mean, we all love this sport. So as a fan, you go, man, I I would love to hang out with so-and-so for the day, right? I'd love to go see what it's like to hang out at Millville with Jeremy Martin or, you know, see what he goes through. And then you put that out there and the fans, the kids, the adults, whatever, they get to see more into your, your life, like you said, and your personality. And it's just, it's, look, there's, there is no racing if there's no fans. So if you can give something back to the fans, it's cool, man, and that opportunity is there in this day and age with social media and vlogs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy you're doing it, man. I think it's cool. I understand that you maybe you're a little uncomfortable with it at times. Some guys just aren't; they don't have that personality for it. But I think it's it's great for the fans. So, yeah, cool, cool doing that. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, yeah. I'll probably I, I'll do I'll definitely do a couple more here in a little in a little while. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just kind of dabbling in it too, and it helps. I notice it kind of by doing that also too. I I sold some um some Jam Six T shirts and stuff like that. There it kind of helps sell it. So I was like, oh dang it, guys, yeah. this, this, this yeah. does kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> got to out sell uh, brother, right? You got to get yeah. got to get out sell the troll train uh, merch. I think the old tray tr- troll train dude, his merch dominates me for sure. <laughs> That's a fast train, <laughs> man. It's a now. big train. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you more about your brother here in a little bit, but what, what is your outlook for recovery, getting back on a bike, doing some nationals? Uh, we just had Colt on. We kind of asked the same question. Do you have like, okay, I- I'm shooting for this date or is it again, just day to by day right now? Um, I think for me, like at this point right now, like, um, like I said, I'm eight weeks post-op tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I just got the green light to start like basically activating the muscle and working on range of motion. Um, I'm not going to put a date. I'll just tell you right now. I probably, I won't be lining up at the first outdoor round for sure. Like right. it's, it's not going to happen. And I think for right now for with where I'm at in my career and like kind of what's happened guys, like I get hurt and then I rush back. Or like 
I'm, I'm dealing with an injury and I'm like compromised and I'm, I'm fighting for a, a ride and, a, and, and trying to get a ride for next year. So I feel like I'm under the gun. And I think this is a time for me to really just stop, think about, um, get obviously get the body healthy and then log some good off the bike training and, um, get everything working right. And, um, just really kind of take a reset. That's kind of my, my biggest, um, you know, my, our goal or mindset right now is just focused on getting healthy so we can, we can minimize the mistakes and what's been happening the last year or so. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, you know, so now that you just said that you're, you know, you're not planning on being there for the start of the championship, you know, you have a kind of unique perspective. You are a guy that is there's normally there and would would have been there if possible but now that you're kind of on the outside looking in what what are your what is your perspective of the headlines going into the 250 outdoor season I think it's going to be good I mean obviously I wish I was there um I feel like I I would be definitely a title contender if I was able to be there but I mean I'm pretty excited to watch the talent um it's going to be you know Jets defending his title so that's exciting to watch um he just won the Supercross championship and then Hunter's riding really well. So maybe you'll see a Lawrence, uh, you'll see a Lawrence brothers battle there for the championship. And then I think Jay Coop's coming back and, you know, stars, stars got a, a really good bike outdoors. So I think, um, man, I, I haven't, I haven't been watching anything or who's, who's going fast or hearing any scuttlebutt, you know, from the test track yeah. and none of that stuff. So, um, I tell you what, I'll turn it on for round one and, and watch the troll train and we'll see what the, <laughs> what, what the boys do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good, yeah. man. It's funny just talking about you and your, your you know championship. Last night, because I do the Pulp Mix wrap-up, I, I always listen live on Monday nights and I'm on the YouTube chat. And, you know, I was like, hey, man, you know, Colt and just Jeremy are going to be on my show tomorrow night. And some, some listener was like, ah, Jeremy can miss the first three and he'll still win the championship. He's that good. I was like, okay, all right. And then another guy was like, uh, no, Colts winning it no matter what. There was like, uh, you know, he, dude. He well, he missed rounds last year, and he almost oh, came back and podium. Yeah, I, so like, I, I didn't say the guy was wrong. Yeah. I was like, I love the passion. Like, yeah, he can miss three races, he'll be fine. And I'm like, yeah, he come out and Stu almost did that. Stu come almost out. missed five rounds he and did it. Come out and sweep the rest. I mean, Jeremy, yeah, he, he was killer last year when you were out there. It was unreal. But it's just, I love the passion of the fans and. The differences of opinions, you know, it's it's so good to, to just. I love the bench racing, Jeremy. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it gets pretty gnarly nowadays, especially <laughs> yeah. like the social media and yeah. people kind of showing more of what's going on. So a lot more people voice their opinion and stuff. So it's kind of it gets. I I see it gets pretty heated online sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be very very negative. Heated, that's an understatement. <laughs> it's definitely there's a lot of negativity, but if you can kind of weed through that, there's 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 good stuff too, and it could be there could be positives that come from it. You just got to weed through all the the BS, the uh, what does Steve call it, the uh, disability island. Yeah, it's <laughs> is, that, is that what he said? Yeah, it's like it's just like a bunch of dis- disabled people, just idiots out there on an island that have all these crazy opinions yeah, that have stupid questions. What is the other thing he says? Oh, they're like a bunch of idiots with carrots stuck in their ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you know, that's Steve though. Um, yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, talk about your brother, man. Uh, how do you feel about his four fifty debut season? Hasn't gone as well as he wanted, but I think it's a learning season, man. And dude, it's just, it, that's a tough class. Yeah, it is a tough class. You know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at it too. Like Alex is a smaller stature guy, you know, and 
he hasn't really had um, a completed a full Supercross season in a couple of years, right? Like he's always kind of gotten hurt or or something's happened, you know. So um, I think you know he showed moments of speed that are pretty good. Like I think last weekend, dude, he was like top five in qualifying for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know, and I was like, oh damn, and it just. You know, that's one thing we kind of had a good chat. I was just like, Al, you know, I knew when the track got pretty, pretty baked out. I'm like, oh, those really aren't quite Alex's conditions when it gets that dry. <laughs> but, um, you know, nonetheless, I think completing 17 rounds is a big deal. And then um, being a shorter guy to manage the power of that 450. And then let's be honest, guys, I, I'm sure have you guys gone down and checked out like the, the track after a main event in the 450 class? I have, yes. It's I, I've seen it just after like press day, and I'm like, no, I don't want to ride that. I mean, dude, it's like one thing to ride a Supercross yeah. track on a 450, but like in the main, it's like, dude, hey, how do we get a Supercross set up but have something that can handle like outdoor bumps? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so. it's something special. There's, it, I, I wish, you know, they do all those VIP, Scotty, VIP things that like Phil does or yeah. – fly racing does before the race like that'd be really cool if afterwards there could be like all right you know 100 bucks whatever yeah, we you know, take you down and yeah. let's walk the track especially all the if you could pick the keyboard warriors out that they're like that guy sucks yeah hey joe that just said that guy sucks we're flying you to the race come walk this yeah thing. i want to see him with yeah. a picture of a, of a rut up to his <laughs> yeah. peepee you know yeah it's crazy <laughs> you're right jeremy that's I know. It's, it's insane i know i've i've, I've thought about that some of the guys that kind of like get into it you know yeah whatever bring them to a race and just see see what they say or just take them through your day and and have them be there so they they see yeah. what's going on and I, I bet it would it would change their whole perspective for sure absolutely there, there's an old mx unleashed commercial i just it just made me think of this the game where, yeah where they 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 strapped the they duct taped the the intern guys hands to the motorcycle and just send him off like a ramp like to go over an 18 wheeler and he just like slams into the side <laughs> okay. of it as they do that with the keyboard warriors yeah. just Duct tape them wide open on on uh, Amart's uh, 450 and just see how yeah. it goes. <laughs> well, well, Phil, I don't know how you and Phil's relationship is right now, but he said something on Pulp, I think before Minneapolis. About the same thing? he was talking about the whoops. Yeah. And he's like, I want to take these track builders and duct tape their hands to the <laughs> duct tape. Oh, yeah, it was before Mini because he said, I yeah. want to take them. I want to duct tape their hands to a 450 and make them go wide open and see what happens. <laughs> and then the track crew showed up at Mini with duct tape or something like that for Phil as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, but, no yeah. Way, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They heard it. They, they kind of gave it back to him a little bit. And, but yeah, you're right, dude. It's people have no idea. That's a great idea. Like if bringing a fan to a race or something, that'd be cool. Yeah. Else, Scotty? Yeah. So, so to me, one of the coolest things I've, I, even before I was ever doing this show, just as a fan, I always look forward to every year watching you and your brother race y'all's home track, the family thing like that. That's like the coolest damn thing it to is me. the best track. And, and, it's, and it's like my ultimate bucket list of tracks to get to ride and everything so my question from that though is who's more likely to run it when your dad said he's he's tired of doing it you or 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 troll i kind of see it honestly guys being like uh, a family effort you know as far as uh my dad you know my dad's 66 now yeah. and um you know he says he's over it one day and you know he's just like you know he's pretty beat up from racing and he kind of he's like you know you know, maybe you need to retire J Mart and, and, and come run, come run the business and this and that. And I'm like, dad, I just, I can't step away right now. Yeah. Like I need, I just can't do it. You know, I need to get healthy. And, 
And Alex is getting to that point where he he's looking into getting in serious and, and taking it over too. But, uh, you know, I don't think my dad would ever leave that place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we would come in and, and, and work on it for sure. And we would definitely take it over and, and do something with it for sure. Yeah. Even if you guys took, first of all, I think your sister would be the one to take it over. You guys would work for her probably, but, <laughs> but, if you guys took it over, I still see your dad out there. No, no, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I got this. Who, who graded this? Yeah. Your dad oh, is for sure. I mean, die hard. He's, he's, yeah. He's been, a, he's been a chief for so many years, right, you know, and then right. if we came, if we came in and we said, Hey, we're going to do this and this, he's like, he'd be like, I'm not an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, is there any kind of like sneak peek preview you can give us or anything like big he's working on for the track this year or any, anything different, any, any, big any rollers. news, big rollers. Ah, that's, that's a good question guys. So usually if he does make changes, it's either in the spring yeah. or it's in the fall. And, uh, he hasn't been, he hasn't, he hasn't been in the dozer a lot this spring. So I don't know if anything's really going down right now. Mm. Well, I loved seeing it go all the way up the hill, the Martin Hill, that, yeah, that was the coolest thing I've seen a track do. Yeah. It was so, already the coolest track. And then they did that. And I was like, uh. my <laughs> biggest regret, Jeremy, I, I raced the, the two amateur days before and after the pro day, two different years, I think in 20 and 19, I think. Yeah. And my biggest regret is not jumping the Chatapult because, like, that's about my limit, probably. I mean, my How ability, big is it? it's not that big, but it's just when you're 45 years old and you're like, dude, I don't <laughs> want to get hurt while I'm in Millville, Minnesota, and I haven't rode that much. But, like, I am so, like, I think about that all the time. Why? Like, I was casing it. Like, you had to slow down to not case it, <laughs> but I just wouldn't yeah. give it. And I would jump the uphill triple after it. And I did the the uphill triple halfway up Martin Hill. Yeah, but it, there's, there's something about that Chatapult, man, and I, I'll never. I, I mean, at this point, I'll probably never jump it, and I I, I think I'm gonna have to take that to my grave. And it's, it is my biggest regret in riding. Like that's that's I, it. I think I think if you hit it, if you hit it midweek, you'd be all right. Like in the spring when it's beat down, but for the national, that thing will get. Uh, I think they beef that jump face up in the landing, and it's it's definitely quite a bit more scary. Yeah, it just looks intimidating, but like I mean, honestly, like on a four fifty, it was like half throttle. I yeah, think, it can't be kinda, much. But it was just when you have a lack of ability, Jeremy, everything is a little scary, I guess. So, a <laughs> <laughs> couple more things, man. Um, you know, Steve has talked about this, and you sort of have this reputation a little bit of like you kind of have to hate or dislike your competition. Like you can't really be buddies with that. Is that do you feel like that's pretty true, or um, is that something that for your motivation, or do you feel like as you're getting older that you maybe have gotten past that a little bit and can be friends with your competition? No, I think absolutely you can be friends with your competition. And there's guys that I get along with perfectly fine, like really well. Yeah, and then there's other guys that I just don't. Um, it's not that I don't like them. It's just that, uh, you know, just the common interests are like just, just a little bit different, let's just say. Right. So, um, and, and, and we're at the end of the day, like, you know, they're trying to take what I want and, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that I don't necessarily like them. It's just that, uh, I'm all business. Like I show up, I, I show up on race day or I go to these races and in these nationals and supercrosses and, I get on the plane and it's, it's business. I'm not there to be a part of the scene. Um, I'm not there to like, you know, 
kind of bro out and hang out and have a good time. Like I'm there, I'm there to work. Yeah. And, and then I, and I, and then I go home, you know what I mean? So that's kind of my mentality. Um, you know, if I want to like be a part of the industry after when I'm done, it, it'll just be local and then I'll do some stuff here or there if people ask me to, but, uh, I've never been one guy to kind of like, just, just, you know, kind of be a part of the scene and kind of just hang out with everybody and get along, you know? <laughs> sure. Fair. That's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, um, we, we were, I got to go to uh, Phoenix with, with dark side and everything. It was really cool. We got to go under the club MX thing and I saw your, your brother's foot pegs, dude, those freak, <laughs> those freaking bear traps, man. Like have you, you ever, you ever give him a hard time about those things? Yeah. So back <laughs> in the day when he was a, he was a privateer, he got them bear traps put on there. And I rode that thing and I'm like, God bless, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but good for you. Yeah. yeah. Like if that had been, if Dino had those foot pegs, Dino wouldn't be alive, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. Gnarly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So last, last question about the sport. It's, it's a little, maybe a little heavy question, but you've had some very serious injuries. Obviously the back issue, the back uh, at Muddy Creek, which I was there that day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the injuries now, just a lot of injuries to the year and it could bring on these dark times as humans, right? I mean, down and out depression, uh, again, as you've gotten older, what do you do on a day-to-day basis to, you know, get past that, to stay positive, to know like, Hey man, there's a still bright future. Uh, you know, not everything's negative. Like it, it takes a lot of work and mental health, uh, knowledge, I guess, you know, to understand what you got to do for yourself to stay up. Do you have any tricks or any thoughts that you worked on? Um, I, I think the biggest thing I've, I've learned from it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I definitely struggled even, yeah. even with this shoulder, this shoulder injury, I struggled pretty, pretty gnarly. Like I didn't, I didn't accept it and take it very well, but, um, there's nothing I could really do about it. Like it happened. It wasn't like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get better. I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like, I had good speed, but I wasn't like Jet Lawrence speed. So during the week you are pushing it and you are taking the risks. Right. And, you know, I had to, you know, and unfortunately I made a mistake and I went down and, um, you know, I think that's life. I mean, this, this whole career, it's, it's brutal. Like sport, you're only as good as your last race. And, um, man, I tell you what, it's, uh, it's not easy, but I don't think, you know, if you look at it, other people in life that, you know, work normal jobs and everything, I think we're all struggling and we're all going through something, um, whether people share it or not. I think everybody's kind of got something that we kind of battle that big time inner demon with, you know? And, uh, one thing I've learned is I love what I do. I've learned a lot from it. And then, you know, with this, hopefully this will help me take that next step in life. And then whether that's business or whatever else, I'll be able to manage the ups and downs of, of, uh, or the highs and lows of life, you know, like I just, it's just, it's just never an easy path. I right. think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. true. And I think everybody, whether, you know, I dig ditches something for a living and Scotty works at a restaurant, there's always peaks and valleys, man. just trying to figure out how to manage those. And that's a trick dude. So, uh, yeah, man, Hey, we're not gonna keep you any longer. I appreciate you being so open with us and spending some time with us. And, uh, just like we told Colt, can't wait to see you back at the races. We look forward to it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for your time. Absolutely, J-Mart. We'll see you soon, buddy. Yep. See you guys. All right. All right. Thanks to Jeremy Martin for coming on. Yeah, a couple good interviews. Um, I think that's like the 
fourth time I've talked to him. He's, oh, really? He, yeah, third or fourth. You've had him on quite a bit. He, yeah. I like him a lot. It's been a little bit since we've had him on. And I, at the beginning, I, I said something about his broken radius, and I was looking down at my notes, um, the AP, AP notes, yeah. Yeah. So. Way to go, man! Uh, I knew better, but <laughs> hey, I knew better. But I was reading it in, anyway. Yeah. So I was gonna. I was thinking about doing a blood lubricant cross rutted segment tonight, and I was gonna ask them, him and Colt and AP. But they actually the count the interviews naturally went, went, that went way. like thirty minutes. We just stayed away from it, so we'll save that. And one of these days, TJ will be back in, and we'll uh, we'll do we, another cross rut. I have a, I have a topic I, I thought would be fun. We still have some things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're not done. Um, okay. Let's take a commercial break. And we'll be back with the, uh, with the. I, I, was, I was trying to come up with like after, the, I, the after hours. Yeah, what do we like? Our well, uh, let's see. No, do the. Uh, the wait, blood, wait. No, we have blood lubricants cross. What's the? You know the, what? We're gonna come up with a title. No, for the grow, our, do we already have a grow your ass off thing? No. The the grow your ass off after hours. After hours. After hours. Ast- I think we need to, I think we need to uh, <laughs> Hey, there's something there, I promise. We maybe need to work on that a little bit, yeah. but we'll we'll come back with the grill your ass off something segment. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code Moto Xpod after this commercial break. Be right back. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Only an idiot would not rush down to their local WPS dealer to check out the complete line of 2022 Fly Racing products. So if you don't want to be an idiot... Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Then rush down right now. Of course, obey the speed limits. The need to get your hands on a Formula helmet will not get you out of a ticket. Once you get there, ask to see everything Fly Racing offers. From the Evolution DST to the light race wear to the kinetic lines. They have a gear line to fit your needs. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Just ask current riders Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Carson Mumford, and the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. Don't forget about their women's and youth lines and the all-new Zone Pro goggle worn by Justin Brayton, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, and Joey Sabachi. Again, visit your local shop and support your WPS rep today. Check out flyracing.com for all they offer. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait, what What was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. It sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurnMotorsports.com webpage also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. 
So go out and make sure to get your pair of shock socks today. Ah, right, welcome back, guys. We are going to end this show with our Grill Your Ass Off segment that we have yet to completely name. Promo after, code MOTO after hours. No, we don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything that's close to Kiefer after dark. We got to come up with something cool of ourselves. And we need to have something. Listeners. Last call. Listeners. Have, it's grill your ass off. It's last for call? grilling. It's for cooking. Let's come when, up with some kind of. When I'm grilling and cooking, I'm drinking a beer. Like so last entree? call. What's the final? The entree? Or oh, the, the, the main course? No, the, well, the main course will be the main show. Well, yeah. It's really not for. It, their stuff's not for dessert. Let's leave this to the listeners. All right. You guys come up with something. You kind of can tell where we're at. MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. Don't forget about the the giveaway for the youth gear, the Fly Youth gear. We did that at the beginning of the show. Uh, we're going to give away the Aaron Plessinger toy when he comes on, hopefully next week when he's feeling better. Hit our Patreon uh, Patreon up at patreon.com. Support the show. We have a couple new Ooh. new Patreon supporters. You got one to hang on. Um, I did not write their names down. I apologize. We have two new ones that jumped on. Thank you to those guys. Um, I did send you guys emails if you're listening or messages on Patreon to get your shipping info so I can try to get you some T-shirts out. So please respond to those. I haven't seen a response yet. What was the ooh? Did we get a, a, uh, an idea? A spice of the night. Okay. Write that down. You got a notepad somewhere? Write that down. Okay. We'll save it. We'll, we'll see what else other people come up with. Um, but the grill your ass off closing segment that we're going to do, um, I don't even know what the hell we were talking about earlier that we were going to get back to. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to give me a cue on this. <laughs> well, man, you know, we're we're not very... Um, how about Suzuki? How about the... Suzuki the, pulling out the of the The grill your ass off uh, out of our ass segment. Because <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. I'll tell you what, Jason, who owns grill your ass off, he is a Kiefer After Dark kind of guy. Like, he likes a little racy stuff. Yeah. We could come up with a racy title. I don't know about out of your ass, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Suzuki pulling out of the GPs and possibly, per Steve, spending that money on motocross, supercross. I that didn't know anything about it. Seems unlikely. I think that was at the end of Pulp, and you said you hadn't got there that yet. Yeah. That, man, I don't know. I, I feel like they're pulling out of the GPs to pull out of racing in general. So you have no thoughts on that, so we'll move well, on. Well, I, I mean, I could probably have some thoughts on it. I, uh, I, like, I feel like Suzuki kind of has, like, a half foot in, half foot out kind of mentality, and like, yeah. they, like, like, do one or the other, man. Like, either try to rejuvenate the brand, or just, just like, I don't know. Like, if you're not going to keep up, they need get, to or get they out. need to bail. adapt yeah. or die. You know, like, so yeah. Um, well, I know that was real well, riveting. Yeah, yeah, we're super, super awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, great radio. Great radio. Well, I think we were talking about the Eli injury earlier. Is what we were talking about, was it not? And we were like, ah, oh, we'll get back to it. It was it, it was that or Dungey. Okay, let's let's go with Dungey. Yeah, well, that, that's where we were. You're right, Dungey. Yeah. What he's capable of. Well, and the point the point I, I I'll I guess we'll start start where I where we stopped. And my point was that realistically, the chances of him getting a good start and then falling back far, I just don't see him him falling back far. You were kind of going off. Oh of that yeah, a bit. top five and like yeah, I definitely think he will. If he, let's say he races the whole series, he'll get some top fives. But I can see him seventh. I mean, at eighth. this, you're right. You made a good point. At this point, like KTM doesn't really have any other options. Yeah, unless they come up with something we don't know about yet. Yeah, I mean, who who would they bring up? Um, they'd have to bring somebody like like guys like um McElrath or Savachi who don't have anything right now, and they're coming off of KTM's. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, out of uh, his I don't team. know if I don't know if Benny's 
ready for that yet, but Benny's a KTM guy that doesn't yeah, really yeah. have anywhere to go right now, so maybe... Somebody like that could fit. I mean... I mean, Benny'd get you some top tens on that factory bike for Dude, sure. Benny had some good outdoor finishes a few years ago. Last and, couple haven't been great. Yeah, no, he he would he would put that bike where in a visible range. But the best thing that they have going right now is I just think it's kind of like a marketing thing. Like having Caroli and Dungy, I mean, that's huge news. I mean, that's whether or not it's irrelevant as far as the title's concerned. I mean, that's going to get people to watch the outdoors. Like it's it's got me excited and hyped up for it. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, you're right. It's going to be cool. It's going to be anything that, there's a lot of interesting um, curveballs yes, coming into the season. Anything in our sport that it, that comes in that's an out of the norm, out of the expected thing is like huge uh, headline worthy. Like that, like that's good sustenance for as far as a marketing campaign goes. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah it's going to be cool. I, I don't know what like. Uh, which, I which, don't know what KTM is going to do. Like we were kind of talking about, like I, it, it is very like the marketing, the hype is yeah. getting a lot of interest. But if Cairoli decides, well, I don't really feel like doing the whole the whole thing, or you know, or like, hey, I'm, he's he's over here with his family. It's kind of a, for enjoyment to a degree. You know, Dungey hasn't raced in six years. We've seen like you, it's really not easy to come back. Those guys are not legitimate title contenders, in my opinion. Could be completely wrong. I mean, there's but not really many legitimate it, title contenders. No, there's not a lot of options for that. So maybe they do just say, hey, we're going to have fun this year, right? And maybe yeah. Webb decides to race. Maybe he decides to race, but it doesn't sound I like it. I don't know. And, and if he does, he hasn't been very good, so who knows. But, yeah, maybe they just say, all right, it, we're not a sideshow, like literally a sideshow, but maybe they're like, hey, we're going to be a sideshow. you got to get numbers how you can, Carole, man. We're going to have like, Dungy. We're going to have some fun shit and see what happens. If you don't, like their ultimate goal is like what those guys think of when they, when fans come to the race, what do we do to get that? We want them to be more at our pit than in our competition's pit. They want them, We want them yeah. to see our bike more than they see other people's bike. Dungeon and Caroli under that 10 at an outdoor race is going to get people over to the 10. Like, I mean, bar none, like those yeah. guys are going to have the longest lines out of anybody. Maybe Tomax line might be longer, but other than that, those guys are going to get people there. And so, I mean, it's smart move for them part. I mean, they're, they're kind of doing what they only thing they can do. Like, I mean, they kind of have their backs against the wall, but, uh, okay. So kind of my question for you would be all the, obviously all this hype we were just talking about getting the season. You never know, never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chalk. Cause you never know what you're going to get, you know, Forrest Gump. I didn't know Forrest Gump was Australian. Yeah, I kind of. I tried to sound. I tried to sound slow, but, and I just sounded <laughs> British. Uh, but you have a voice. You yeah. you actually had a character. I can't do live that, a so. like a box of chocolates. Yeah, yeah okay, I, that was better. I can't do any of those. So uh, whatever. I'm making fun of yours being shitty, but I have none. So. Yeah. So so but let's let's say I don't know I don't know where what venue this would be, but let's say round seven. What does this championship look like? Round seven. I already told you, Dylan, for the championship. Well, I'm saying, well, where, okay, if that's you're saying, then where, where are we at? Where is Dylan at round seven? Winning. Like, is he got a giant points lead? Who, who's. I'm good. All right. My predictions are always so bad. That's why I like asking. All right. Round seven, Dylan, Eli. I'm trying to decide if I want to put Chase. Yeah. All right. Dylan, Eli, and Chase. No particular order. One, two, three, all separated by seven points. They're by round seven. Yeah, seven points. Seven, three yeah. riders. At seven. I know that's that's I. It's ridiculous, but whatever. That's that's what I'm going with. 
Yeah, no, uh, I would say that um, uh, I would say that Tomac is going to uh, be the probably in the points lead. Um, I think that my my wild card is Barsha. I think there's so much going on right now. I think he low key can come in and be like a legit get second or third every weekend kind of guy. Wow. Will he do that or not? Okay. And and I really would like to see with Anderson's new mentality and mindset and outlook on life, I'd like to I, – I think he could be in there Just too. Just change my mind. Jason Anderson for the championship. He's ahead by 21 points. All right, I like that. <laughs> Bold. Um, I know nothing. But And so kind of going back to what we Kind of going back – <laughs> Well, one kind of going back to what we were talking to a minute ago. One of our uh, Jake said, "Do you th- guys think that that Pitt's motto th- though is to be a, sh- a sideshow and not going for a win of, s- of some sort?" And I think kind of the answer to that would be, I think that at this point that's all they got. I don't even think like they they don't have yeah, anybody they don't to have any options. To so any, so they got to do something. They don't want to do that, but I think they they're kind of limited on their options. Unfortunately, but if I had to say, you know, going off of everything that we have going right now, I would I would say your most likely title combatants are Tomac and Ferrandis. Probably, yeah. Off the rec, off the subject, it is super hot in here. It's usually. Freezing like a, it feels like a hospital. It usually feels like a hospital in here. It actually, I didn't realize it was I'm hot sweating. until you until you said like something. Like my neck is sweating. I'm like, oh my god. I didn't realize it felt a little warm until it didn't feel anything until you said something. Yeah, let's wrap this thing up because it's hot. And you know, you sound like a woman. I have so much to do still, as I always say. So, um, I feel like we touched on a lot of stuff. I feel like the show wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Uh, we're gonna do a show next week. The following week, there will be no show because I'm not getting back till like midnight or I'll be back home. Dude, you're going to be so cooked. Yeah, I'll be back <laughs> home that Monday night, like around 1.30, 2 a.m. And then I got to go to work. I'm going to tell Steve I'm not doing a wrap-up show that week either. Gonna, that should go very well. You're going to be so tired that you're going to be sitting in the little, what it was, the little waiting area before your flight and they're just going to be like, last call, boarding A23. I'm going to need, gonna, a, need a, uh, <laughs> uh, a wheelchair where they call for anybody who needs a wheelchair right here. Yeah, your legs have locked up. What if, yeah. you, what if you're sitting there and your legs are just completely locked and you're like, hey, I someone know. come it's get me. It's going to be entertaining to see how that goes. But yeah, going out to get the bike in a few weeks. Thanks to grow your ass off. Um, it's going to be good. I want to thank all, all our sponsors of Cherubies USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords, Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, True Fusion, Grill Your Ass Off, um, Patreon.com, guys. Again, we talk about it all the time. If you can contribute, if you can help out, if you can support our sponsors, we can get more money. Um, we, we need more money coming in. We want to do more races. Yeah. So, guys. Apparently, we need that to get credentials. More money? Or more everything. Dude, like seriously, if you could do the press conferences, that would help. I wish I could. I, I really know, wish I, I know, could. But that's a big deal. That's a big deal to Sean. Do the press conferences. Yeah. And, that's what and most yeah. media would do. And I can't tell him, oh, I wish I could if I would. But, you yeah, know, no, but so, I, I totally agree. I like I would totally be doing every single one if yeah, I was I if I had the capable. Uh anyway though, support those sponsors. Use the discount codes to let them know that you're listening. I mean, I'm sure you guys need stuff. You need a pla- you need plastic. Don't I'm gonna I hate saying this because they're sponsored wrap up, but don't use well. I was gonna say don't use motorsport, but like if you can go to these companies directly, like Works Connection and Race Tech, use the discount codes. But when you buy stuff, 
let those companies know that you're listening, you're buying them, you're supporting them because of this show. That'll help us out a ton. Anything else, Scotty? No, I'm, man. I'm just, fan, dude. Yeah, no, it's just, it's been a pretty solid week. Yeah. I just, thanks to everybody um, for listening. And, yeah, it means a and, lot. Even though I know I, uh, I interrupted. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, you were probably about to say the same thing I was. I was just going to say, like, I know, like you said before, some of the listeners, like, every week, I'm, like, trying to hurry the show up. And I explain why I'm trying to get so much done tonight still. But it means a lot that people listen. I love when I see the numbers that people are listening. I love when I'm getting I'm getting DMs on my social or the show, show social or email. Like, hey, I really like your show. Um, and that, it When I see those things, like I check the emails and all that stuff constantly. And it just like, it makes me so happy. Like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I love that there are people that like this show and there's people like, dude, I, I listen, I found it because of pulp or I listened to it instead of pulp. I've heard a couple of those. There's, there, I have quite a people like say that too. Yeah, dude. Like just the fact that you guys like this show and let us know, man, it, yeah, I like, do really appreciate it. I know I've seen like, I'm ready to get done on Tuesday nights, but not because I don't like doing the show. It's just because I've got so much shit to do. No, it's the little things. Like well, one of our listeners, B Cruz, well, he was out yeah, there yeah. at the Swan, at Swan the, the free yeah. race. And, yeah, when I move my bike up, and he—I didn't realize this at the time—I would have offered him a ride in the in the golf cart. But he, like, we—you saw where we were parked. We were in the very way in the back, in a way, hole, in the toilet. yeah, way back in the back. And Literally, he walked. Him and his kid walked all the way down there just to come say hey to us. And then you made him walk back. I didn't know that he walked down there. I, th- I assumed he was wow. like riding a pit bike or something. I never. So cow. Yeah. Cool guys, Scotty. Yeah, but no, he came out talk. We talked for let, a minute. Look, I just let some random listener ride my my golf cart, man. Dude, I, don't know I who just he is. I already said I would have taken it back if I had known the situation. I didn't. I wasn't. He just showed up. I was just sitting there. What a loser. Right. Yeah, I'm the I'm the worst. We're out. We'll be back next week. Uh, I have no idea who's on the show yet. Haven't even started. Maybe AP. We'll figure it out. We'll be back next week. Uh, oh yeah, the outro. Sorry. Here we go. Later, guys. See ya. <laughs>